Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi guys, welcome to Feathers in My Hair. I have a very exciting guest on this week. I asked my dear, dear friend, the host of The Smush Room, my EBP sister, to come (laughs) on the pod, Troy McGeady, because I just like need to get his thoughts on young and pregnant. And just a warning, we're going to talk about the news for a little bit first, but we're only going to recap young and pregnant this week because... If I had a guest on to recap two episodes, we would talk for six hours, and that's just too much. So, Troy McGeady is joining me to talk about Young and Pregnant. Hi, Troy. Hi. I'm so excited to talk about this show. I feel, like, invigorated. Right? It's like a breath of fresh, finally. Yeah. On a breath of fresh in a franchise that's been smothering me to death slowly for the last five years. (laughs) also really funny too by the way because it's just the same show repackaged it's the same show with a different name but for some reason it just feels i don't know it just it's i love it i love all these girls i love their stories i think they're all interesting like i'm into it yeah i mean look is it a little bit of poverty porn like yeah it is like Mm -hmm. it's interesting to watch poor people suffering like that's yeah that's the reality but it's just it's so good to watch people who aren't like they're not jaded by the cameras being around yet and they're just still into it and like really teen mom as a franchise has been holding a pillow over my face and slowly pressing down since like <laughs> 2015 you know maybe yeah. earlier like there hasn't really been like a great episode of teen mom since like 2015 and to get these episodes where like you still don't know about the girls yet is just so great it is. And it's like, the thing that I love about coming back to Teen Mom, like, on my days off from work, is that, you know, it's like, of course it feels really fun to watch, like, you know, housewives and watch women fight about silverware for five months. But, like, mm-hmm. it's also, there's just something that, like, feels really, like, I feel swaddled by the fact that they have, like, problems with, like, rent and shit and, like, how they're going to pay for diapers. Like, it just feels relatable and, yeah. like... Sometimes you just need, during tar- dark times, you need to watch poverty-stricken people on television that you can relate to. Absolutely. It is what it is. Absolutely. But before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about the huge, I mean, it was a double na- whammy of news this week, which was one, Mackenzie, what is her last name? Mackenzie Edwards, wife of Ryan. We find out she's pregnant, which like, yikes McGikes. Yeah. And then literally the next day, <laughs> we find out. Ryan was arrested for violating probation. Now, did any of us know Ryan was on probation? No, we did not. Um, There's apparently from his previous arrest, which happened March, I believe, 12th, 2017. There's no mugshot. There's no, like, sentencing information. Like, there's nothing online. And it's very weird. Like, we know everything about the teen moms. Like, I could, like, make a notebook of every time Janelle goes to the bathroom based on like, social media <laughs> detectives, but Ryan's been on probation for over a year, 
and none of us had any idea, which is crazy. Although it is kind of funny because a couple, right before the reunion, like this stupid blind, not even a blind item, like somebody wrote on a Facebook group, one of the team on Facebook groups that Ryan had failed a drug test. He was going back to rehab, all this shit. And Mackenzie had like kind of responded to it and was like, if Ryan failed a drug test, he'd be in jail. And everybody was like, what? Why would Ryan be in jail if he failed a drug test? Like, this is just for cut. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I think everybody just kind of wrote it off. Like, I mean, we all know Mackenzie lies a lot. So I think everybody was like, okay, Mackenzie. Um, but apparently, like, she meant because he's on probation. <laughs> um, they're, okay, so the first scoop, it's not really a scoop. But somebody uh, reached out to me. And let me know that at the reunion filming, Ryan apparently talked about getting arrested and told a story that he was arrested and worked with the police to, uh, like, indict, like, get a doctor arrested who had been writing bad scripts. Okay. Whoa. Okay. And that he was given, like, a lesser sentence as a result. Oh, my God. Somebody else on Reddit said that they were able to find some, like, sentencing information through a database she could search at work. She was, like, kind of nonspecific. This is all, like, so speculative, guys. Like, I we know nothing. We know nothing about this. But this is, like, the spe- my personal speculation. Um, and he was sentenced to probation in December. And then I, of course, started Googling doctor, like, doctor arrested, fake scripts, opiates, Tennessee, like, you know, like, doing, like, doing a Google, if you will. And I did find a doctor that was indicted in Knox County, which is Tennessee, uh, in December of 2017 for writing fake scripts. So I'm wondering if maybe Ryan... If possibly he was arrested in March, he had some drugs on him, um, like a decent amount of drugs on him. He cooperated. And so they didn't like publish a mugshot. They didn't publish, you know, put him in the system regularly, which is why we can't find anything. And then he testified in the grand jury. And then. Oh, my God. And then he was then put on probation formally after testifying. This is so crazy. He's like a good fella. Yeah, (laughs) like crazy. To me, that seems like it could be possible, but we really, we don't, we really don't know. Now, I mean, the huge drama that set the internet ablaze is Mackenzie's role in all of this. Because of course, we, of course, Mackenzie's first response that she gave to, I don't, like, literally, I saw this. I don't know who she told this to, but I saw this published on, like, the stir.cafemom.com. You know, like, that type of website. Yes, like, yes, yes. <laughs> where I get my personal news from. <laughs> I'm always like, www.wetpaint.com. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like icons on the home screen of your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> um you know my paper of record wet paint um so it was on like the stir.cafe mom and she was like oh no 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 every her first thing when everybody's like what the fuck because it came out that he was arrested and it said like revoke possession of heroin everyone's like revoke like that's so weird does it mean like probation does that mean he was arrested with heroin nobody really understood what was going on um and Mackenzie's like oh yeah he was arrested in april of last year and this uh is just part of like being not 
being booked when he finishes his probation, but everything's fine. He's completely sober. And everyone's like, mm, that doesn't seem that likely. <laughs> like, yeah. Well. Uh, um, and then it comes out that he was actually arrested in March of last year. And now the sources, which is probably McKenzie, are saying that he thought his probation was over, so he didn't show up for a drug test. Um, and, you know, if you miss a drug test, you fail the drug test. And uh, first of all, if that's true, Ryan is even stupider than I thought. Like, yeah, like you don't, you don't just think probation's over. Like, probation is, like, a formal thing. Like, you have, like, a formal end date. There's no, like, well, I figured I was done. Um, so, but it, supposedly he's still clean. There's, like, a million rumors going around. The big part of it is that, if you guys will remember, on the reunion show last year, Mackenzie said that, uh, when she found out about Ryan using heroin, he was, like, in rehab two days later. And this, I mean, unless she somehow did not know the fiancé that she was living with was arrested in March, she knew about this for at least two months before their parking lot wedding. Which is... Their parking lot wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. This you know, is so crazy. And look, like... I know everybody calls Mackenzie a snake, that she's only with him to be on this show, this, that, and the other thing. I think Mackenzie is stupid. Like, I think she's so stupid. And Mm -hmm. I think that she is making stupid choices that are going to have lifelong consequences for her out of some need to, like, not let anybody else be right. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see that, for sure. It's, It's just so... You know, the fact that she's bringing another baby into this situation is so next level insane. Like, she is setting herself up to raise another kid alone. Um, I don't, I don't know. I personally don't think Mackenzie's acting out of malice. I think she, I think she's making bad choices and she's like consciously making the bad choices, but she's doing so out of immaturity. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like, like, you and I were talking before we started recording, and I said that, like, I actually think that it's the craziest thing that McKinsey and Ryan even found each other in life, because it's like, he found a girl who copes and handles situations in the almost identical way that his parents do, Mm -hmm. so she's like his dream girl, you know, and like, I think she, I don't, I don't, I don't personally feel like she has, like, bad intentions, I just think that she's like, a really like repressed girl who grew up in an area of the world where people that's like what she knows is to get pregnant and get married and have babies and take care of your man and fix his plate on Thanksgiving. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's her world. And like, I think that she's just, you know, and like there's it, such a weird environment in that house where like everybody just tiptoes around Ryan and nobody yeah. says what it's like, you know, it's a weird thing. I, I don't think that she's like a bad person, but like she definitely has made some poor choices on television. And I already said to you, like, her worst decision was crossing Macy. Like, you just don't yes. fuck with Macy on national television. Like, you're done. It's over with. Yeah. It was really, I mean, from a fan perspective, she never should have after her and Macy had that lunch where Macy was like trying to get her to be on her side against Jen and Larry. Mm-hmm. She should have never went to Jen and Larry and told them what Macy said. However, yeah. I think Macy was fucked up to bring her to a filmed lunch and talk shit on Jen and Larry. And like yeah, try that and was get bad. her on her side. But 
Mackenzie, I think if Mackenzie was, wasn't going against Macy, people wouldn't hate her nearly as much. But the reality is, it's like, look, I have a lot of empathy for Mackenzie in this situation. I was Mackenzie. Like, if you guys could have seen the things that I did for my ex-boyfriend when he was a heroin addict and I was not, like, it was disgusting. Like, I was, like, out of my fucking mind. I was a lunatic. I was Mackenzie. And so I have a lot of empathy for Mackenzie in that situation. But she's not very likable, and it's because she's going against Macy. If she would just keep her mouth shut against Macy, I don't think people would hate her one one hundredth of the amount that they do. I don't think so either. And if she would just have, like, a real moment on television, like, say something that you actually mean and stop trying to, like, suffocate the situation and, like, put out fires. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, it's she's so inauthentic, and, like, yeah, I, I just don't yes. believe anything she says. Like, She's a terrible she's, liar. Oh, she's the worst liar. She's constantly trying to make him look good. And he could give two shits well, and that's how she so looks. Hard. That's what's yeah. so hard to watch is that she's like, like, Ryan is like literally on fire, you know? And she's yeah. like, no, no, we're good. And Ryan's like, no, I'm burning. Look, look. Yes, yes. And she's yes. like, no, 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 hun, we're, we're okay. And he's like, mm, I don't think so. Oh, God. He married his mom. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, 100%. And also, I think. Ryan is getting like people are so focused on Mackenzie in this situation and the fact is like Ryan picked someone like Mackenzie on purpose mm-hmm. you know like he sought out someone that wasn't going to call him on his shit like he so sought right. out someone that he could manipulate in the situation like he didn't seek out another Macy type because he saw how that worked and he has never been able to have that upper hand in his situation with Macy ever you know what I mean like he yeah. learned his lesson like oh no I don't want a strong woman I don't want yep. someone that's going to kick me out when she gets tired of my bullshit. Like, he found an idiot. Can I ask you a question yeah. about Ryan? Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were in a relationship with Ryan, you would be... Something that I've always struggled with, even from when Macy was, like, a 16-year-old girl. The thing that I don't get about Ryan is, like, why is everybody around him so afraid of him? Like, why are his parents so afraid of him? Why are his girlfriends so afraid of him? Bentley seen It's not... Like it's he doesn't ever talk above a mumble. Yeah. Like if anything, at his worst, he'll bulge his eyes out and mumble some hillbilly shit at you. And like, who cares? It's like everybody is so afraid of upsetting Ryan. Like I don't understand. You're. I really. I don't understand either. But you're totally right. Like even remember in that post rehab episode when Larry's like, "Well, we found out one of Ryan's triggers is when Jen is upset." And it's like, <laughs> yeah, <"What?"> like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it I don't get it like he's never shown any sort of like well I don't know well I mean there's also the other piece of news that I almost completely forgot to mention is that Macy has apparently filed for a restraining Mm. order against Ryan and not just for herself but Taylor Bentley Jade and Maverick were included in that what the fuck is going on? So what I think happened is news of the arrest came out. I have a feeling Bentley was supposed to go to Ryan's this weekend. You know, it's a holiday weekend, at least for one of the days. I bet Jen and Larry do a fucking Easter egg hunt. You know what I mean? Like an elaborate sure. Easter egg hunt. Huddles was going to be there. Baby Huddles. Everybody's excited. Ryan gets arrested. And Macy's like, haha, go fuck yourself. Like Bentley's mm-hmm. not coming to your house. Mm-hmm. And I would bet he went off via text message, possibly voicemails too. Um, 
I, what I see the outcome of a PFA regarding, apparently they go in front of the judge on Monday. A temporary one was issued, but it's pretty easy to get a temporary restraining order issued. Most judges will just, like, err on the side of caution and let you go see, like, the regular judge for a full trial. But what I think will happen is that the judge will grant a restraining order for Taylor, Macy, and the kids, and Maverick and Jade. But I don't think they'll grant one for Bentley because they like that to go through the family court. In my experience, I used to help people get PFAs in Pennsylvania. And judges really don't like if they feel like you're... If there's no serious threat against the child, uh, like a restraining order judge, which is just a civil judge, they're not the family court judge, they're Mm -hmm. not going to, like make it so the father can't talk to the child. They they don't want to do that. They want you to go to family court and deal with that. But okay. I am dying to know what kind of messages he sent that she included Taylor and the kids. I'm wondering if he was, like, threatening to burn their house down. Or if maybe yeah. he showed up at a baseball game or he showed up at Bentley's school. You know, like, they're and just, like, wild out. Yeah. You know, I guess like when you when you say that, I can see like there's got to be a reason that everybody around him is so afraid of him. So I guess I can kind of see like if he's angry enough, like mm-hmm. I could I could picture a scathing message from Ryan to kind of shake me to my core a little bit. Like I think that I'd yeah. be a little bit afraid. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think I think Ryan like can go right where it hurts the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those people that knows exactly. <laughs> Your weakest insecurity at that moment, like he can scan you like a Terminator, and he there, knows what will kill you. One time that Jen was like forgot him at the mall or something when she was a child, and like when Jen's really upset, he'll probably be like, "Well, you know, this is because you left me at the mall, right?" And yeah, Jen, exactly. Like, wants to kill herself. <laughs> you know my abandonment issues from what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know he's that person. Oh, he totally is. um, He totally is. Mackenzie was not included in the PFA, which makes me think it was mostly voicemails and text messages. We do know that Mackenzie writes text messages for him, but I have a feeling if, like, Macy genuinely thought Mackenzie was involved in it, they would have just put her name on the petition, too. Because what's the worst that happened is that they don't grant it for Mackenzie, but they do for Ryan. You know what I mean? Like, why? (sighs) I don't know. It's just, it's... I mean, for Macy to get a P- to go to court for a PFA, like we know, Macy does not do shit like that lightly. No, she's not Kaylin. No, exactly, she's not Kaylin. Like she's not like, oh fuck you, like I'm yeah. going to court. Like yeah, if anything, she probably like had to pull herself off the couch and like drag herself downtown to do it. Yeah, I think probably she called her lawyer because we know she's been working with a lawyer because she had those really specific drug, uh, the drug test requirements, like. You have mm-hmm. to do the blood and the hair test. I will pay for it. Like, obviously, a lawyer told her to do that. Like, she didn't come up with, like, you need a double, like, drug test situation. Yeah, for sure. And I am I have a feeling the lawyer was like, you better go, like, get this on record. Like, this is not good. I wonder if he was showing up at their house. You know what I Like, something had to have happened that the, the little kids were included, too. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So it's been a and all, week for Macy. Fuck, man. And plus, too, like, the thing about Ryan that freaks me out the most is, like, people who are the most, like, quiet and, like, restrained when they're angry are the ones that are, like, more 
like you said, like he's the person that would like burn your barn down with like yeah. a blank stare. Like there's something behind his like menacing, bulging, dead eyes when he's yeah. mad that is terrifying, truly. Yeah, I I'm honestly like it's been an overwhelming week for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I fall on the line of I think Macy's going to do what she has to do to protect her children. I think Macy and Taylor, look, I love watching them on TV. Like, not really, because they're pretty boring. But I do think they're, like, genuinely good parents who are doing what they have to do to protect their kids. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think they would frivolously... I can't say that word right now. Frivolously. (laughs) Oh, my God. like me. Having an issue. I don't think they would just, like, go to court just to go to court. Because, like you said, they're not kale. And also, like... Macy's not a person that revels in chaos. You know what I mean? Like, she's not a person that, like, gets off on the chaos, which I think we know Kale is. And I think Mackenzie might be that way. Oh, I also had one more thing. I don't know if I've said this on on this podcast before, um, but I would not be surprised if there was some uh, moderate to severe drug use going on with Mackenzie. I don't think Mackenzie's using heroin, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was taking a lot of Adderall, taking a lot of Xanax, smoking a lot of weed. Something was going on that was allowing her to kind of numb herself in this situation, but also why she's allowing, like, Ryan to be an active drug user in her home. Like, that, yeah. to me, that is not that uncommon uncommon of a situation. Do you think that it's like a Sheena Shea situation where, like, they would do things together, but then she would yes. be like, well, don't get out of hand. Yeah, it. exactly. I, I think, yeah. Oh, wow. Is Mackenzie Sheena Shea? I think maybe she is. Maybe. Hello. Actually, yeah. Oh, In God, more ways than is. one. She She's is. delusional. Oh, God. She is Sheena Shea. How have we never put this together? Oh, my God. She'll she lie all... straight on camera, even though there's like literary, literal video proof of the truth. <laughs> And like Sheena Shea would definitely allow Rob to like swerve her off of a road and like kill her just to just to like allow him to like yeah. not have to deal with his problems. Like that was like pun. If Rob was going to marry Sheena Shea in a parking lot, like she would let him run them off the road as long as they eventually got there. And he said yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, as long as she had the ring on while it was happening. <laughs> yeah. Abs- wow, I never thought of that before, but she really is. And I think it was the same thing with Sheena and Shay. That she would, like, maybe take a, you know, like, maybe take a Percocet here and there. Like, she smoked a lot of weed. She loves Adderall. And then, like, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she realized Shay was doing, like, like $1,000 worth of drugs, like, a week. And she was like, hold on. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, if they're buying drugs together, like, some are missing. Like, that kind of thing's happening. Like. Yeah. I know that was the case for me and my boyfriend was that it was, like. I was so, everything was, like, so out of control, and I was doing a lot of drugs, but I was like, well, I'm not a heroin addict. Like, (laughs) I don't have a problem. But I wasn't able to see that, like, my drug use was part of the reason that, like, I was willing to be with somebody who had a problem like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That makes complete sense. So, yeah, I wouldn't be, or I think maybe Mackenzie's dad is an alcoholic, and she's got some major, like, codependency, adult child of alcoholic issues going on, like... There is more to Mackenzie than her just being, like, some snake that's trying to get rich. Like, 
I'm sorry, whatever she's doing with Ryan, there's no way it's worth the payoff of being, like, the most fucking hated person on the Team Mom franchise right now, and they're not living that large, you know, like... I mean, like, here's the thing, I can understand why a person would maybe think that about her, because her actions are literally insane, but, like... I just don't think they're rooted in, like, I want to be a, a famous, like, fucking celebrity on MTV. Like, I, I think she really legitimately is more like Sheena Shea than not. Like, she just wants so badly to, like, like, her idea of a perfect life is just being married. Yeah. And, like, being able to post couple yes. pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, she just wants to hold on to, like, this idea of, like, yes. what her life should be. Like, I think it has more to do with that than trying to be a celebrity. Yeah. And, like, if Instagram likes come with it, like, that's great. Like, yeah. that definitely adds to it. But I think for Mackenzie, she would rather be, like, seen as a perfect wife, wife and mother in her hometown than be, yeah. like, the most hated girl on MTV. Like, I don't think that that is her, her, like, main desire. But I think you're absolutely, like, Mackenzie lives to get, like, a milestone photo shoot. You know what I mean? Like, she <laughs> yeah. is, like gonna have like a professional photographer for every like month of this new baby's life oh my god like here's our one month shoot here's our not just like my friends that and i love you guys and i appreciate these pictures and you just like get the sticker and you like slap it on the baby's stomach it's like yeah it's like grayson's two months and it's like cute you know some people do it a little more chelsea style where we have like the blanket and like have flowers like i actually have one girlfriend that like does a gorgeous thing with like a flower like every month when she does it it's a little more effort than i would ever put into anything but it looks great but she's obviously doing it herself but Mackenzie yeah. is like going to be high like that girl loves a professional photo shoot like loves it don't you also feel like in Mackenzie's life before she was on this show she was like the macy of her group yes a hundred percent like the independent strong like no bullshit, amazing mom. Like, she's, you know, yes. uh, she's, like, the Macy of her group. And, like, I think it's probably really hard for her that she's coming off this way. Yeah. Uh, she was absolutely the Macy of her group. I, I mean, I believe she was popular in high school. You know, she said, like, she went to a small Christian school where her mom was, like, the principal or, like, a teacher there. So, you know, she was well-known. I think this mm-hmm. is... I think Mackenzie's, unfortunately, one of those people, and I think Sheena Shea is like this, too, that... In times of crisis, she doubles down on her lies instead of opening yeah. up and getting honest. And that is truly, like, the worst quality to have when you're on reality TV if you want fans. <laughs> it's so, oh, my God. It's so true. It just makes people think that you're, like, immediately nobody will ever be able to see you as anything but just delusional forever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know who doesn't do that, which is why I think she's lasted for as long as she has without being, like, so hated is Kale. I think Kale is good at, like, she gets really bad, but then in the next episode, she'll be like, I was fucking crazy last week. Like, (laughs) she's like, that was wild. Like, (laughs) you know, like, she'll have Javi come over and she'll be like, yo, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) I know, I know. That wasn't great. Like, I I really shouldn't have done that. Like, she'll be so awful, but then, like, a week later, you can tell she's, like, had a minute to be like, okay, let me get, like, a little more honest about this. She might not get, like, fully honest, but she'll yeah. at least, like, you know, like, Joe will come over and she'll be like, oh, God, that fight I had with Avi. That wasn't great, was it? Like, I really shouldn't have let Isaac be there when we did this. Like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I think Kale is, like, still watchable. 
Like, yeah. she might not I, be the most loved. Like, obviously, she's not the most loved. But I think she's still watchable because she will have those moments of, like, deep self-reflection where she's like, I'm really bad at relationships. Now, she doesn't change because she continues making the same mistakes over and over and over again. But she yeah. doesn't double down on her lies that much. Um, where Mackenzie, like, the next week will be like, no, I think that was totally fine what happened. And actually, it was Macy's fault that that happened. And it's like, well, who mentioned yeah. Macy? Like, exactly. <laughs> Macy wasn't there. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> And then when they sit around, when she sits around with his parents and, like, you know, they sit in, like, the garage or whatever. <laughs> and the they're bar- fucking like fold-out chairs. The barbecue thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While Bentley's, like, shooting squirrels or whatever. <laughs> Um, Littles like, is like on like a thing that's for like a nine year old, and he's like two, like yeah. We get like riding like a dirt bike. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but like it's like when they sit around and talk, and then they all have the same coping mechanism, and like they all just fuel yeah. each other's delusions and lies, and like like it's just so uncomfortable. It's like really, really hard to watch. Yeah. Which like for me personally, I have to be honest. Like I actually really do enjoy. I really like the juxtaposition between watching like a Farah and then it switching to Macy because it's like a palate cleanser and it's like mm-hmm. you know rewarding to watch something like positive mm-hmm. every once in a while like it's like oh like she's having a sweet moment with her son that isn't like really damaging and scary like that's fun yeah. um, but it's like just as hard to watch his family sometimes like it really yeah. feels like so dark. Jen is literally going to kill herself on camera. Like, oh one day my she's God. like, they're all going to be talking and pretending like nothing bad's happening. And she's going to, this is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to like pull out a gun and be like, gotta go. Like, like she is, I'm deeply worried about Jen. Like, is mm. Jen a good parent to Ryan at this point in his life? Like, not really. But here's the thing. Like, I personally don't know a single person with an addiction whose parents didn't enable them for far too long. You know, for far, far, far too long. I have one friend who's like, mom is what I believe is basically like killing her, you know, at this point by like all the support she's giving her. And I told her that and she was like, well, this is my choice and I'm the parent and I can make this choice. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like it's your child. You get to make that choice. Like, I think Jen and Larry are enabling Ryan to possibly a dangerous degree, but I think that's reality. I, yeah. you know, I think that's how most parents who have a kid that's an addict behave. And Ryan hasn't had a lot of serious consequences yet that like force Jen and Larry to really examine their behavior. It's true. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's relatable in the sense that like, that's just sometimes, too, how boys get parented. Like, it happens yeah. to girls, too, but, like, there's something really... There's a fine line that can get crossed between the relationship of a mom with her son. And, like, yeah, it, it can get real dark real fast. Like, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. for them, it, it crossed that line, obviously, when he was, like, a child. Yes. And they've just been pushing it and pushing it further and further and further the older he gets. And, like, now there's no line. Everything is completely blurred. And... They just, they love him to death. They really are those parents that would love their kid with an addiction issue to death. Yeah. You know, when I, when I did have a talk with my friend's mom, what she said to me, and I'll never forget this is, I'm doing what I have to do because if she dies, this is what I want to do. Like basically being like, if she dies, this is the only way I'll be able to live with myself. Like knowing that I did all of this stuff. And she's like, if she dies, like, I don't want it to us, like... 
Because, I mean, common wisdom says, like, cut off your kids, stop paying for Mm. them, like, refuse to talk to them until they get help. But Mm -hmm. the reality is, like, that's extremely hard to do. And a lot of parents just are not willing to do that because they are so terrified of their child dying when they're in that cutoff place. And how will they ever be able to live with themselves? You know, of course, it's like... They're so terrified of their child dying and they feel like it could happen no matter what. So it's like, okay, so I cut them off and they die and I haven't spoken to them in six months or they die and like at least I got to see them this whole time. No, you're so right. And like I know that like I would probably do the same thing if I had a child. Like I I mean it's so hard. And my mom would do the same thing to me. She would like – deposit money into my account to death like yeah, until it's bad. you know what I mean it's bad, it's, bad. it's like hard but it's, it's so like, much easier said than done it's so much easier said than done and everyone's like well his parents are his main enablers and I'm like yeah like every other fucking addict in the world you know what I mean like yeah exactly like, yeah but I, and I'm not excusing their behavior because the reality is Jen Larry and Mackenzie are it being extremely dangerous and they're like reckless I guess in the way that they're enabling him and Ryan does need to face the consequences. I'm just saying, like, the lack of empathy I've seen online when it comes to all of them, like, kind of troubles me. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, do you, it's just so, it's like, like, people, I, you know, I read someone today say, like, well, Ryan will never get better because he's spoiled. And it's like, okay, don't say that. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody is, even if Ryan is a fucking asshole, like, he still has a chance to get better. Like, I know people who I, like, was so sure had it who are dead now. You know, like, yeah. who, like, I was so sure, like, these people, like, had amazing recovery and they fucking relapsed and died. And I know people who was like, I was like, that person's a goddamn asshole and they're never going to get it. Who now have four or five years sober. And you know what? They might still be an asshole, but they're, like, alive. You know? Yeah, like, they're and, so right. And they're doing the thing. And I just... I just think it's really important that everybody, like, have empathy for this situation because it's, like, this is real. Like, it's not – I'm trying to – like, it's not Farah and us just, like, laughing at Farah, like, being a lunatic. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, like, yeah. Ryan could overdose and die, like, at any day. Like, yeah. It's and, so true. And people need to, like, keep that in perspective. And I include myself in that. Be- and also I've been thinking, like, what the Phantom would do if that happened. Oh my god. I, 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 it's like so dark to even think about, but like I mean, can you imagine like what I just here's the other weird thing that I never understand about like the entire Teen Mom cast, like mm-hmm. everybody including all the parents. It's like do you guys like watch the show or no? Like do you watch <laughs> y'all's episodes? Like I don't get it. Like if I watched myself, no seriously, like if I, I watched myself behaving incredibly poorly on television, for 10 straight years, you would think that at one point I'd be like, mm, maybe I won't literally do the exact same thing I've done my whole life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do they not have like retrospective moments where they're like, that looked really bad. I shouldn't do that anymore. Besides trying to cover shit up to look good, like genuinely being like, that was the way I talked to my parents. Like yeah. the way I talked to whoever is like terrible. I shouldn't do it anymore. I don't get it. Yeah. I also don't, I don't know. I think what happens is, early in this like in the seasons that they're on mtv like does so much editing that they convince themselves that what's on tv isn't true and isn't a true oh, yeah. reflection of themselves <laughs> yes that is so because they the teen mom cast loves, loves and loves edit, a bad edit. Yeah. oh my god they so love 
you know, and so I think they can watch it back. And even if it's like how it happened in their memory, it happened differently. You know, so they're like, that's just editing. <laughs> yeah, so true. Oh my god, that's so true. They're all just like little narcissists. Yeah, absolutely. But and that's like the danger of reality television, right? MTV plucked the most vulnerable people they could find and made yeah. them reality TV stars. And of course, they're fucking lunatics. Like I saw a Reddit post this week that was like, how come there aren't any like stable girls on this show? And it's like because they don't go on reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't, well, first of all, because a lot of stable, emotionally intelligent, mature girls don't get pregnant, don't, one, get pregnant at 16, and two, if they get pregnant at 16, they get abortions. Yeah. And so that takes out a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not, they're not pregnant to be on this show. And then the ones that are, like, that's a very small percentage of girls they would never go on a reality TV show, even if they wanted to, their parents wouldn't allow them to, you know? So, like, you're yeah. getting this, like, crop of girls that are, not only are they, like, crazy, they have crazy parents that are allowing their children to go on TV as teen parents. That's so true. And plus, like, they've been reliving their, their you know, teenage and, like, yeah. early 20s trauma over and over just repetitively for years like they're just like reliving their trauma like constantly like yeah constantly every single year they relive all like caitlin and tyler are just reliving trauma it's so bad over and over and over and over like they're just like drowning in like past traumas like none of them can like move on from anything that's happened in their past no, Caitlin, like, wakes up every day and she's like, how much salt should we pour in this open wound right now? Like, yeah. Like, like just a little bit today or a lot? Yeah. <laughs> let's watch more clips of me giving my child up at 16. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah, it's so... And then, like, yeah, no, that's exactly it. They just are reliving... Like, okay, if, it, if there was no teen mom, let's take Macy, who is arguably, like, the most mature well-rounded one on the show i would say Mm -hmm. more so than i think more so than chelsea um like she would not talk about ryan like ever i don't think i think if they weren't on the show they would just exclusively deal with jen and larry and if ryan showed up ryan showed up but yeah and you can tell she's like doesn't even really want to be talking about it she's like i don't know ryan's not around like i co-parent jen and larry like like, in the episode before she went on Naked and Afraid, and her friend's like, well, what about Ryan? She's like, well, I co-parent with Jen and Larry. Like, you can tell that that was, like, so a conversation that they were having for the show. And if the show wasn't there, like, nobody would be like, well, what's going on with Ryan? <laughs> yeah, Because exactly. everybody would know, like, we don't talk about Ryan because he's not in the picture. They'd be like, how are Jen and Larry? But that's not so much what, you know, what producers want to hear because Ryan is the other main character of her segment. Don't you also feel like if this show, I always think, I have this weird thing where I watch reality TV shows and I wonder, like, who on the cast would be, like, completely fine if this whole thing, like, got pulled from under them. And I think Macy would be one of the only people this entire franchise that would literally give two shits. Like, if they Uh left her house tomorrow, she would do the exact same thing she probably would have done that day. Yeah, look, I think Macy definitely, I mean, there's no doubt that she benefits from the money. If MTV Mm -hmm. wasn't there... She would be working a job. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, mm-hmm. and not like their t shirt line, which, like, 
I mean, show me your tax returns. Like, I want to see <laughs> how successful that is. Like, you know, good for them for, like, opening a warehouse or whatever the fuck they did. But, like, I'm not sure how much demand is really required from the t-shirt line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, they'd be living probably in a smaller house. They would have like shittier cars, but overall they'd be, yeah, a very similar life. I think um, who really would have benefited from this show never being on the air is the only one that I think would be better off would be Kale. Oh yeah. I could see that. They'd be, she'd be yeah. living in a two bedroom apartment, you know, Yep. And, like, driving a shitty car. But, like, I think she would have had to, like, face the realities of life. It oh, you're so forced, right. She would have been forced to work on her issues because she would have had some, like, anger outbursts at a job. And they would have been like, haha, go fuck yourself. You're fired. Yeah. And she would be oh, like, I've never wow. Even thought about that. Like, I should go to therapy because, like, I still have a lot of shit, like, left over from my mom that's causing me to act out. Like, in this situation, like, at my dental assistant job. Like, this, that's not great. Like, I, I shouldn't be acting like this. Like, let me go to therapy. Um, so financially, I think she wouldn't be as well off, obviously. But I think she would emotionally be better off. I think everybody else would be more or less the same, like, level of crazy without the show. Yeah. Um, I, agree. I think Chelsea would also be fine with the show just, like, leaving today. I think, actually, she'd be relieved a little bit. At least for, like, a year before she realized, like, how money works. You know? Yeah. Like, she'd be like, why isn't my paycheck coming in? <laughs> I think Chelsea would be relieved to not have to worry about what people think of her because she's so insecure. Yeah. You know? Just to live yeah. her life and just be, like, to just do whatever she actually wants to do and not, like, what looks like a fucking, like, Pinterest pictorial. Like, yeah. To just live. Like, I think that that would be so such a relief for her. make a private Instagram account, you know, like a private Twitter, and just, like, yeah. live her life. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I've never even really put together the fact that a lot of them are, they live in, like, a delusional world because they don't, they never have to deal with it. They're never forced to deal with anything because the show is, like, a cushion for them. Like, could you imagine if Janelle had to actually deal with the fact that, like, Barbara, like, had to take care of her child her entire life and it wasn't, like... This thing with like the show, like in real life, if you're like just working and like, you know, I can't going even to school. imagine what Janelle's life would look like without MTV. I can't, I can't even picture it. I think it'd be a lot worse. <laughs> you do? What do you think she'd yeah. be doing? I, I mean, I think maybe stripping or like prostituting yourself. Like, what yeah. would she be doing? Janelle can't hold down a job. Oh my god, you're so right. Oh, I've never even thought about that. Now I'm gonna obsessively think about it with everybody. Janelle would not would not be in a good place. Not at all. I think she maybe would have stayed with Cortland. Like, I I don't know. It just it wouldn't be good. <laughs> Whatever. What do you going think on. Farrah would be doing if this show had never come along? Oh, I think Farrah would have like I think she'd be living in like Fort Lauderdale, like doing <laughs> like working at a restaurant, like managing a restaurant maybe. Because yeah. remember she like went to college down there. Yeah. And, like, moved to Fort Lauderdale. I, she was never staying in Iowa, like, she would, or Nebraska, wherever she was living. That was, like, never in the cards for Farah. And I think she would be maybe trying to be, like, an Instagram model, but she'd have, like, 900 followers. Yeah, um, oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> you know, like, oh she'd God. be that person. But I think she would be just, like, I think she'd be fairly normal-ish. Like, she'd still have all her, like, a lot of her mental health issues. But yeah. I think she would just be, like, 
living in like a three bedroom apartment with Sophie. You know what I mean? Like that type of life. But I don't yeah. think it would be. I think she would just. I think she would still be deeply unhappy, and like still dealing yeah. with the drama for parents, like all of that shit. But uh, just not as like as outlandish because she just doesn't have like reality TV fueling her personality disorders. I just love that there's a strange world version of Farah where she's just like does culinary stuff. Like she did like wears a chef's coat and like works like the expo station at a restaurant in Florida. Like that's <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I can really see her like or I mean in Florida, maybe she'd be living like in West Palm Beach. In Florida we have a lot of uh really like nice strip clubs that are also like steakhouses, like really nice uh, steakhouses. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Like, there's a place in West Palm Beach called Rachel's. Like, maybe she'd be working, you know, like, a manager at Rachel's. Like, not necessarily stripping there, but, like, mm-hmm. like in charge of, like, managing the restaurant of this, like, the five-star steakhouse that's inside the strip club. <laughs> she would also have a completely, like, th- as far as, like, work done, like, she would have, like, a shitty boob job for sure yeah. that she would have saved, like, years and, for. And, like, I just think, lips. Yeah, maybe I think. Just lips. Yeah. I th- agree. I think she would maybe, yeah, she would have had a shitty boob job and, like, gotten shitty, like, lip injections and some shitty fillers, like, from Groupon. Like, Groupon. Ah! <laughs> exactly. <gasps> oh, my God. It's so, first of all, that was, like, that was, like, a, we just, that yeah. that was a real moment. Like, we literally just created our Strange World version of Farah, and it was the exact same version because at the very end of it, we ended up with Groupon. Like, we were yeah. we were eating the same version in our head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that, let's go to Young and Pregnant. Um, okay. I'm ready to talk about these girls. I want to start with Lexi, who I find, like, awful to watch on one hand, but also, like, very entertaining. How, like, she comes off like a 12-year-old. Yeah, she's like really, 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 really childish. Like she's the most immature, I think, of the whole cast. By far. By far. Kyler is unbearable to have on my TV screen. <laughs> yeah, he's really bad. <laughs> he's really, 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 really bad. He's terrible. I do want to comment on Lexi and a lot of the girls, like just their extreme, like youtube tutorial instagram makeup looks yes lexi's eyebrows are next level (laughs) first of all i love that you call them youtube tutorial makeup looks because that's like literally what they are like (laughs) they all have like a winged eye to like their ear they all watch like james charles and jacqueline hill Mm -hmm. and like learn the same exact makeup looks and all have different levels of like executing it. <laughs> yeah, she's um she seems the most like naive. She's really just like she's a 12-year-old. She's a she's yeah, she is a 12-year-old. It's like I I don't know. I I like worry about her almost. Like I was like finding myself just being like this girl's like too delicate for this world. <laughs> More or less for like reality TV. Like this 100%. is like crazy. No. A hundred percent. When she was talking about how, like, she was deeply upset about the screenshots that she was sent, which Mm -hmm. just said, like, I think she's too young. This seems like a mistake. I'm like, oh, baby girl, like, you're not ready for young and pregnant. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Keep her off the Internet, please. Lord, shepherd her away from her phone. 
she, and she, you know, she just sits on that phone like all day reading every single comment. Oh my God. Like she's the kind of girl that if she read a comment that said like her hair is too long, she'd go in the bathroom and cut it. And then she'd read another one that said it was too short and she put some weave in. Like she is just like so susceptible to uh, criticism and like, I don't know. I just worry for her. She's so, she's like a little porcelain glass figurine. Yeah. She really, she really is. She's so meek. Like, she's so, she's honestly pathetic. And I don't mean pathetic in, like, a mean way. Like, she's like a, she's a sad puppy. No, she's pathetic as a personality type. Like, when she went to try on dresses and that girl was, like, bullying her. And, like, she never, I was waiting for a moment for her to, like, just, like, say something when the girl's like, we'll probably have to take everything you try on out because you're getting banged because you're pregnant. Like, everything was a dig. She was so mean. And she just took it and kept putting on dresses that she didn't like and standing there and being berated. But also, like, she was a fucking idiot. She's like, can I try on this one? And the girl's like, it's a double zero. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I want it skin tight. They're like, like, She's like nine months pregnant. And she's like, why can't I try on the double zero? It's like, why do you think, dummy? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, why do you think a whole room full of people is trying to shepherd you towards a poofy dress? Hun? Yeah, because you're nine months pregnant. Like, <laughs> so we pregnant. find out Lexi's doing an accelerated program so she can graduate high school, which is great. And she doesn't get to see Kyler every day, but they still <laughs> hang out a lot. And we get this scene of Kyler describing that because he's a senior, he can push little kids out of the way. And I was like, you are like a bad 90s movie villain. <laughs> but you're not even hot enough. I know. I don't know where he gets his confidence from. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, my God. Why is he so confident? I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. And, like, I just – I think about what these girls, like, when they're, like, 30 – and they look back at this, like, little shithead that they're, like, Obsessed fucking with. feeding grapes and kissing his feet. And he's, like, this little shit. She's, like, the worst part is I don't get to see you every day. And he's, like, <laughs> he, like, makes it, his face doesn't change at all. He's, like, okay. Like, I know. Like, he doesn't <laughs> care about you. It's so every week she's, like, <laughs> she's, like, I just want to be with you. And he goes, okay. Like, like oh, God. It's honestly comical how little he cares when she like compliments <laughs> him, says anything nice. Like when she said like the worst part was that he does, she doesn't get to see him every day. Like I swear to, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was like, you don't go to my school anymore. Like, <laughs> of course I don't see you. <laughs> like really? Like I thought, what? You're not at school anymore? Like, like were you not in home room? I'm confused. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think, like, that was the first time Kyler realized, like, he's like, oh, that's why you're not bothering me every day? Like, because you don't go to my school? Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I like, think the hardest part of raising a teenage girl would be this phase where, like, girls have to learn self-respect. And then, uh, you know, and they go through this phase of, like, just letting people treat them terribly. These just rough like road for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and letting men that are literally so, like, such garbage walk all over them like this kid i would read him for filth like if i you know what I mean? she's just like she's fawning all over him it's like so sad i was definitely that person like my high school boyfriend would treat me like shit and then he'd be like 
I got scared because we got too serious. And I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, he loves me so much. Like, yeah. He's scared to love me as much as he does. <laughs> yeah. Like, I swear to God, I like I was like, so you love me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that means we're getting married, correct? Cool. Thank you. We would have these conversations. Like, he would, like, cheat on me. And he'd be like, we just got too serious. And I'd be like. You thought we were serious? Yeah, like, I had to cheat to kind of shake it off a little bit. I got a little scared. <laughs> oh, God. I definitely dated a Kyler. Ugh, it was so bad. It was, what didn't? It was so bad. And um, first of all, I feel like also Lexi's in that sad place where her friend her friends like aren't really her friends because they're still like sending her screenshots of like people talking shit on her. You know what I, like, yeah. she's also in, like, that moment of high school, although, like, I genuinely laughed when she said, they said that I'm too young, and that I made a mistake, and I'm like, I think that's just telling the truth, like, they're yeah. talking shit, like. I think it's just stating the blatant obvious, like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm also a little confused by, like, her friends. I was like, are those her mom's friends? Like, the ladies that she went out to lunch with, like, because I'll call them ladies, like, yeah. those were not, I've not seen Lexi interact with another teen girl yet. She's always with, like, grown ladies. Yeah, it's very true. But, you know, she has a grown, as much as she is, like, a 12-year-old, she also has, like, yes. a grown lady vibe where she, yes. like, seems like she can only relate to, old to like, aunties. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's so that per- <laughs> Like, she's so basic and, like, she's boring. She's like that girl and, like, no offense if this is you and you're listening. She's like, I just really like to hang out with my family. Like, oh my god yes and i'm like i haven't talked to my dad in three weeks i'm like yeah. 17 and still live with him i'm like let's get high and i just really love my family yes. <laughs> like i love my mom and like my mom legitimately now that i'm like approaching 30 is like my best friend but like she's that girl that like at 16 and 15 would be like my mom is my best friend but it's like obnoxious yeah like, she, instead of going out, like, she has family movie nights on Saturday nights. And my yeah. family's like, how can we figure out a way to, like, pretend like none of us are in the same house together? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and her and her mom, like, have matching Vera Bradley, like, crossbodies. Oh, her and her mom have match On Saturday nights, they put on their matching pajamas, they make popcorn. Yeah. And they cuddle up and they watch the newest Hallmark movie. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, I was like, let me figure out how to smoke weed. My mom's like passed out drunk. Like, let's get this shit popping. Like, <laughs> I hate my parents. <laughs> like, how do I fit through this window? Stat. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's so true. She's like not a girl that I could ever imagine when I was like that age being friends with. I would have truthfully, if you really want to know the truth, and this is like a little bit into like the darkest part of my psyche, I would have probably bullied this girl. Not like <laughs> in a way that like not in a way of like No, you'd right- be that person on the screenshots. That's like yes. this seems like a mistake. <laughs> I tend to do that to people that are weak. Like I like it's natural. The tiger mom in me wants to like build them <laughs> up so I'll like poke at them a little bit. Because you're trying to like build a little bit of stamina for them and like I don't I could like I couldn't be around this girl. I'd send her home crying every day. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it. <laughs> and the thing is, that girl's not supposed to get pregnant. That not girl's supposed to go to a community college because she's too scared to live away from her parents and then transfer to the four-year university and still live with her parents and then get married to her college boyfriend. Yes, that's so, yeah. 
Like, she's supposed to just, like, move, you know, wear a North Face in the winter yeah. and, like, be a just a basic girl on, on Instagram that just is chill and, like, lives a simple life. Like, that's – that should be her life. And it's – I feel – I'm scared for her, to say the least. Yeah. How many family movie nights do you think Kyler had to go to? Oh, my God. How many fucking episodes of Girl More Girls do you think that he had to <laughs> – Oh, Lexi and her mom definitely think of themselves as the Gilmore Girls. Of course. Are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> That's all I can picture right now is them being like, oh, my God, it's literally us. Yeah. <laughs> they loved the revival. <laughs> I was also triggered, by the way, by her mom's, like, playful highlights. Did you see her, like, like oh, I cause... saw that is a sign to me that she also thinks that she's, like, as young as her daughter. And it's, like, one of those things. Her mom is such a pushover, too. Her oh, my God. Like, like, her mom is, like, so how are you and Kyler? And she's, like, I don't know. And her mom's, like, oh, okay. Like, my mom would be, like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? You have a baby in your stomach. Like, what's happening? <laughs> my mom would be, like, he sounds like a real asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you – how are we doing this? My mom would sit down and have, like – a whole PowerPoint made of like <laughs> the things that we need to change. Like she, how do you just let your, your daughter just like make these like go with the wind decisions while she's nine months pregnant. I don't understand. It, it's ludicrous. Um, we get a scene of Kyler not asking Lexi to homecoming it. She asks him, they're like sitting on a swing set. And she's like, so, are you going to go to homecoming? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, and I think he asked her, like, well, would you, like, want to go? And she's like, I'd want you to ask me. And he goes, please say no. I know. That was so funny. And she's like, well, Kyler and I are going to homecoming. (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh, my God. He just told her to please say no. Like, that's so mean. It's so mean. And oh, he's my so God. mean to her. He's like, no, I, like, I, I'm actually surprised that he even agreed to go to homecoming with her. Me too. I'm surprised he didn't shocked. already ask another girl. To be honest, he also though is like that guy that like in high school pretends to be annoyed by being smothered by this girl, but like loves it. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know? they've been together since he was like 13. Of course, he loves it. He would die without her attention. Because who else is going to be smothering him like that? Nobody. Nobody. Every other girl is probably like, honestly, Lexi being pregnant might be her saving grace when it comes to her and Kyler. Because I have a feeling they're from a very small town and, like, any other girl he asks out would be like, uh, no. Like, you're a pregnant girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, and you're, like, not cute. Like, no. Yeah, first of all, like, you're straight up ugly. Like, yeah. sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, and second of all, like, no, I don't really want to go to homecoming with you because, like, you're, you're Lexi's whatever, and she's eight months pregnant. I'm just not really interested in that. Like, yeah. Good luck with your life or whatever, but, like, I wish you well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kyler, we got a scene of Kyler playing basketball. Oh, well, no. First, they're going to look for a homecoming dress. So I just want to talk about that homecoming dress scene. So they go to, like, what I'm pretty sure is, like, a specialty dress shop. You know, like, that only sells, like, prom dresses. Maybe they do, like, like, not wedding gowns, but, like, the bridesmaids dresses. 
Yes. Like sweet 16 dresses, like that type of stuff. And I personally didn't think like the tenant was being that rude. I think she was just like dealing with dum-dums and works on commission. And she knew if this fucking bitch ripped a dress, she would have to pay for it. Like, Actually, you're right. It was really, because that girl was relatable. She was us dealing with the conversation with this girl. Like, I'd be like, girl, you're pregnant. Like, I would have probably been a little bit more mean. Like, you're like, fucking she was pregnant. Like, she, she, was re- she was like, okay, you have to put on a bigger dress, and then we're going to tailor it down. And Lexi goes, long dress, bigger dresses are just too long on me. It's like, yeah, that's why you get tailoring. Like, Yeah, and then her mom goes, she gets smothered in long dresses. <laughs> Hun, she's fucking nine months pregnant, and she's trying to put on a fucking an Air, an Hervé Leger bandage dress for the dance. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> and her mom's like, she always likes tight and short. It's like, well, yeah. oh, that's the past. Like, it she, was insane. She says she's always liked it sexier than sweet. <laughs> First of all, I can't. I cannot. Like, if you, when you think of, like, this girl that we're talking about, and she's, like, talking about her like she's Naomi Malone, it's like, okay, yeah. like, calm down. I think she'll be fine in a cupcake dress. I think that There's she's... nothing fine. sexy about Lexi. Like, she, no. first of all, she's very cute. She looks like I described her in my cousin Julia as, like, a natural Kylie Jenner. Like, what yeah. Kylie Jenner like would look this. like with natural features. That's so true. If she she's still adorable. had, like, her bigger lips, like... Acute, like if she still didn't have her original lips or original, you know what I mean? She's like yeah. the non surgical version of Kylie Damn. Jenner. Now, I mean, I, I wonder what Kylie or Lexi actually looks like, like without makeup, without her hair. I mean, they're all modeling themselves after Kylie Jenner, especially yeah. Lexi. So that's yeah. probably why she looks like her, but she really has like a natural looking Kylie Jenner face. And it's, but not, it's not sexy. There's, she's not no. sexy. She's too young to be sexy. She's 12. Yeah, she looks like a lost, wayward child. Like, she just looks... Like, she's just always waiting for somebody to tell her what to do. She's like a sim. <laughs> she you know what I mean? Like, she would just walk into walls... Oh my walls god, and Kyler looks just like a sim. I know. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, he really does. Isn't <laughs> that weird? His body proportions are off. <laughs> and like I can just picture him as a sim like like swiping through basic t-shirts that are really? sponsored by sims like Hurley oh it's like selecting a Hurley t-shirt for him to no. wear for the day a hundred percent he's like there's just something not c- quite right looking about him but you're like eh, yeah close enough to a human <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we can dim the lights a little bit um and like Lexi tries on a really cute dress but she didn't like it because it was puffy but I, she's like it just makes me look bigger I'm like no it doesn't like it was so yeah. cute I, like it was silver it had a plungy neckline it was like teacup length it was like a perfect eight month pregnant homecoming dress and I thought the girl did a really good job I think she found the the most yes. for her body and her size it actually hid her baby bump almost yeah. entirely it really did because she's very she didn't gain weight like anywhere else. And her yeah. boobs look amazing, and her arms are super thin, and her legs are super thin. And because mm-hmm. it puffed out a little bit, like, you're only looking at, like, her boobs and her arm, and you're like, wow, she looks great. Yeah. Like, you can barely even tell she's pregnant. And she's like, I like this one. And that's when the girl's like, that's a double zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not going to work. And this is, like, what I mean by I think her mom is, like, a real meek pushover. Like, my mom, <laughs> when we're shopping, like... My mom's like, that's not going to fit you. Like, yeah. Like, 
<laughs> she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like that, not like you're fat, but like Liz, like you need to be realistic. Yeah. So like my, like, I mean, my mom is a pro shopper, so she's just very good at shopping, but why her mom wasn't like Lexi, you can't wear these dresses. This actually looks cute. It's a, I don't think anybody explained to Lexi and I think she's very dim. So she didn't get what the sales associate was trying to say. I think she thought they would just like put her in a bigger dress and it would be like way too long, way too poofy. Like she didn't understand what the sales associate was saying was like, we're going to put you in a bigger dress and then we're going to make it fit you through alterations. Like, don't worry about it. Like it's going to work. And that was, like, where her mom needed to step in and explain, like, I don't know if she knew what alterations were. I don't think she did either. Because how many times do you think that that girl said that to her? Eight? And it was a 30-second scene? And she didn't get it. I think she had no idea what, like, what she was trying to explain. And maybe Lexi doesn't watch a lot of Say Yes to the Dress. Yeah, exactly. And this is probably, like, one of the first, like, real dresses she was buying that she wouldn't be able to buy, like, just off the rack because... Clearly, she's, like, small, petite, like, has a cute little body and has never had this issue. Yeah. And her mom needed to pull her aside and be like, hey, like, what's going to happen is, like, they're going to put you in a big dress, but, like, don't feel bad about it because they're going to, like, pull it in at your waist, like, let it out on your stomach. They're going to bring it up so it can be shorter. Like, you can even try in a long dress and then we'll make it T-length. Like, there was, there was yeah, just no explaining to this dumb little girl. I think that I'm realizing right now... That she didn't know what an alteration was. Like, I get it now. That had she, to have been it, right? Yeah, because yeah, she was, I mean, she looked so confused. And that girl did tell her, seriously, probably six or seven different times. Like, <laughs> we're going to alter the dress. Like, you try it on and we change it. And she's like, they're too big on me. And she, the girl would just be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. ugh. That was yeah. that was hard to watch. Um. She tried on, like, a beautiful, form-fitting gold dress that was very Kylie Jenner. Very. I did you notice that it. was... it? But that was, like, Kylie Jenner. Like, that was... She... Yeah. I think... It looked a lot like a dress she wore... I remember it was, like, on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and her and Kendall got into it. Oh, for the ESPYs. When they went to the okay. ESPYs for Caitlyn, and her and Kendall got into that fight about, like, Kendall borrowing her sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Yes. Remember, and, like, Kendall yes. looked at the dog and was like, your mom's a cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She looked... Pre-stormy when she was just a dog mom. <laughs> she... But, like, I thought that that dress looked adorable. It looked incredible. But, I mean... The reality is it, like, showed her stomach. And if she yeah. wanted it to show off... If she wanted a form-fitting dress, like, it's going to show <laughs> off your stomach. And if you want, like, a poofier dress, it's not going to show your stomach as much. But you're also not going to, like, be able to see your butt and your hips. Like, that. that's the trade-off. And that fucking yeah. gold dress looked so good. I was like... And the amazing. lady's like, see, this is, like, stretchy. That's why you can wear this form-fitting dress and not the other form-fitting dresses. Because this fabric is stretchy. And she, Lexi was like... Um, I don't get it. <laughs> it was so it was so hard to watch that scene. Also, I'm a little bit of a um, as you can imagine, I'm I I like shopping with my friends, but like over years of emotional abuse as being like all my friends gay that they go shop with from like sixth grade to now, like I don't pull any punches and like I don't have time to stand for four hours in the Target no. and tell you that you look cute in a pair of jeans, like. For, four, you know, for an hour. Like, I would have been like, girl, we need to get this shit together. Like, can you imagine how long they were actually there and how long, Forever. how many dresses she probably tried on? 
forever. I remember this is, I have such a funny story. So one of my best friends to this day, Jill, we went to Lowman's when we must have, she's a year older than me, but I think I was in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Lowman's and she tried out something in the dressing room. She goes, do you like this? I go, no, that's so ugly. And she goes, what? Like, And she wasn't <laughs> expecting me to like, tell her honestly, I'm like, what? You're like, you didn't buy it. Like, I'm telling you not to buy it. It's like ugly. And that was when we became like best friends. <laughs> because she like, I don't think I ever had a friend that was like, that does not look good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need. That's what. Yeah. Necessary in times like that. Otherwise, you'll all just be walking in circles for an hour. Like Lexi needs a lizard. Troy's a friend that like will drag her around and be like, "This yeah. is what this lady means." <laughs> like, yeah. she she needs a bully. She needs a little bit of a bully in her life to toughen her up and guide her. She really does because her mom's not doing it, and her old lady friends aren't doing it. Everybody's like tiptoeing around Lexi, and like when you know. Like, today, I have a friend that's going, like, through some shit that's, like, all kind of wrote for her own making. And I'm like, yeah, girl, well, what, like, I'm there for her. But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, yeah, this is, like, what happens. Like, just ignore it. Like, it's going to be okay. But, like, you know, this is a result of your own actions, right? Yeah. And, um, like, that's what Lexi needs in this situation. Somebody would be like, ugh, ignore those bitches. But, like, you can't get mad about it because the reality is, like, you're an eight, you're a 17-year-old girl. You're pregnant. Like, people are going to talk shit. Like... It, you're the one that's choosing to keep the baby so like you got to deal with it but instead everyone's like just don't look at it how could they it's a reality like her friends even said how could they or maybe lexi says it she says i can't believe that there are humans that think other human beings that are made by accident are mistakes and it's like bitch <sighs> bitch just because yeah. you first of all i would i would Really like to challenge you on that way of thinking before you were pregnant. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so yeah. sure you were walking around making statements like that. And, like, you being, like, the main cheerleader of your fucking cheer squad in your bumfuck town in fucking Osage County. I'm so sure that you weren't – you wouldn't judge girls if they were, you, like, in your situation. Like, it's just the reality. You're a cheerleader. You're the yeah. the head cheerleader on your, like, squad. And you're cheering in front of, like, a high school that probably has 30 people in each grade. And they're judging you. Like, yeah. Absolutely. There was one, the one part that I thought was, like, kind of cruel of the sales associate. But I don't think she was doing it on purpose. She goes, oh, what does she say? She says, the belly is kind of hard to work around. (laughs) (laughs) She had a couple shady moments. She was a little bit of a shade queen. She also tugged at the dress when it was... When she said that it was stretchy, and she goes, she goes, this way you won't be so straining on the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> that killed me. I was like, if somebody tugged at my belly fat and said, like, this way you won't stress the zipper in front of a group of people, I would die. She did afterwards give us a little, like, camera, you know, like a personal camera interview. And she's like, I was told I wasn't allowed to wear or try on certain dresses. And it's like, because those are probably, like, $300 dresses that she was trying on. Yeah. Like, like, she was at what I think is a custom dress shop. And, I mean, those can be expensive. They're, like, $300 to $500, probably, of the dresses she was trying on. Yeah, but you're not just going to let you force it on your pregnant body yeah like, that's these just... unrealistic dresses that you're not actually gonna fit into or buy it's stupid yeah like they're not i mean they do that with like wedding dress shop you know what i mean like you see it on oh god on say yes to the dress plus size when they're like look we're gonna let you try this on but just so you know like if you rip this like 
you have to buy it. Like, that's our, like, that's our policy. Like, they, they can't that's just, so and I say this as a plus size person, like, you have to be realistic about your size and, like, you cannot be upset, like, if a store doesn't want you to try on a dress that will not fit because they're scared you're going to rip it. And then they, especially, like, a small dress store, it's not Old Navy, where you can just, like, shove yeah. <laughs> the thing that was is worth, like, $3 in the corner of the dressing room if you rip it, like, whoops, and, like, run out of the store and nobody's going <laughs> to notice until the fucking 14-year-old sales associate's like, God damn it, when they find yeah. it later. And they're like, gotta, like, gotta damage this out, like... <laughs> Another pair of diva jeans bites the dust. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like this girl's rip stuff. Like especially the shitty old navy. Like, and I love old navy. Everything I own is from old navy. But you know, it's like not always sewed together the best. And you like move uh, your arm. And you're like, yeah, ooh, and you just like shove it in the corner of the dressing room and run out. Like you can't do that at a specialty dress store. They were trying to protect their merchandise. Actually, the other day I was like, I went to uh, this bar with my friend Sophia, and we were like sitting at the bar and she was sitting to my right and uh i was eating and she poked at my um at my armpit and she goes you know you have like a hole there right and i was like girl it's old navy duh there's probably holes all over me that i don't know (laughs) everything i own from old navy gets a hole in the armpit (laughs) i was like everything it was a sweater i got for 4.99 i'm not stressing about it there's literally probably holes all over this sweater it's fine Three things that I regularly wear that have armpit holes. <laughs> I was like, were you expecting something different? I I don't understand. Exactly. Of course it's going to rip at the seam. That's where it's sewn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where it rips is where it's stitched together. So Lexi decides she doesn't want to go to homecoming, but she's going to have a date night with Kyler. And we get the most, like heart-stopping moment where Lexi's in, like, like very high heels and walking on stone and, like, tips. I screamed. I was like, this bitch is gonna fall. Like, I know. I did, too. It was terrifying. Like, she should have been like, Kyler, can you pull the car out a little bit? Like, you can't. <laughs> I can't. I could die right now, just in this, this short walk. Oh, it was so scary. And they go and they have dinner at some Italian place and Lexi once again asks Kyler what he wants and this is the like the part where I'm 100% on Kyler's side like he's yeah. made it pretty fucking clear that he doesn't want to date her yeah. and that he's not going to date her and she's like so what do you want he's like I want to be friends and she's like okay well you're not being very straightforward because we like hang out all the time and obviously what they're leaving out is like we have sex exactly yeah like they're and I wish it would just come out and say it, but I think Lexi's too embarrassed to, like, talk about sex on camera. But yeah. when she says, like, we hang out all the time, what she means is, like, we fuck all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking the exact... There are a lot of moments like that now where, like, I feel almost a little bit um, spoiled by Teen Mom because yeah. of the fourth wall being broken, where I'm like, oh, I wonder, like... Like, I wonder what their production looks like, and, like, now I want to know all those things. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Although... It's funny, I didn't realize, I was recapping last week, and I was like, oh my god, we don't, the fourth wall's not broken. Like, I yeah. didn't realize until, like, the third episode in, or whatever last week was, the second episode, that the fourth wall wasn't broken, because I was actually, and it's because I was, like, so entrenched in the drama, that mm-hmm. I wasn't like, where are the producers? Yeah, exactly, yeah, because it's so good. Yeah, Um. but... Kyler's like, I think I'm pretty straightforward. And she's like, well, no, you're confusing because we ha- you hang out all the time, but we just want to be friends. And Kyler goes, how is that confusing? 
<laughs> He's like, friends hang out. He goes, I hang out with Jaden all the time. And then she's like, Jaden's not pregnant. And what she meant is like, you don't fuck Jaden. Exactly. Maybe, maybe Kyler does. What do we know? I, I mean, know? you never know. It's 2018, baby. Exactly. I was going to say, this is a pretty open and accepting show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would no, be a but great that... storyline. A oh. bi baby dad. I mean, we have a trans baby dad. Like, let's get a bi baby dad on here. Oh, my God. In 10 years, when we revive this and give it another name, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's pretty – at least that's obviously, like, to it's obvious to me that's what she's saying. Yeah. Is that, like, we have sex. How can we just be friends? But she's not saying it. I think – I think, like, Lexi's mom would like to think that she's still a virgin type of situation. Oh, absolutely. Like, and they're just not going to talk about it. Oh, for sure. This is definitely, like, a... That's definitely a situation where, like, her mom probably asked her, like, how she got pregnant. She's like, because you're probably, like, unaccepting. Yeah, like you said, that she's not not a virgin. Like, some sort of immaculate Jane the Virgin situation. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I, like, Lexi is entertaining to watch because she's so stupid. And I am invested in that. Me too. I'm, I'm like, so excited for more Lexi. I'm really rooting for her storyline. I mean, I just, I'm so in. And I wasn't even going to watch this show. And then I watched it because uh, you asked me to. And now I'm so blessed. And I'm so happy that you did. Like, I love it. It's so good. So I want to go next to Ashley. Okay. Um, because I want to hear your thoughts, and we don't have to stick just this episode, but I want to talk about Shen. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, oh my god, this is like so, first of all, it's like so exciting to have like new girls to talk I about. Know. Um, I- I'm obsessed with all of them, but Ashley, I really kind of like, I like her a lot. She's very pretty, by the way. I think she's, she's really, really pretty. Although somebody pointed out that she kind of looks like Tracy... Tracy Morgan. I want to call him Tracy Jordan because of 30 Rock. 30 Rock. <laughs> and she does look like Tracy Morgan. She does look like Tracy Morgan. That's so funny. She looks like Although Tracy think, Morgan with like baby I think hair. Pregnant, she might be looking more a little more like him just because like her cheeks are like a lot more expanded and you know your nose widens when you're pregnant. Yeah. So I wonder if like not pregnant she looks as much like him. I think this might be a result of being like nine months pregnant, like more so than she actually looks like him. But once I read that and then I was watching the episode, I was like, oh, God damn it. She does look like him. <laughs> I also really like um, Barr. Like, I think that he does his best. And, you know, for a young kid trying to manage these two, all of these, like, women in his life that are literally <laughs> obsessed with him. Uh, he does, you know, I think he does a pretty good, uh, as as well of a job as he could at, with, like, 19 years old. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just trying. I, he, yeah, he tries really hard, and he tries to be as respectful as he can. I think, I can't imagine what it's like to be raised by Shen, you know, and, <sighs> like, I just, I can't imagine it, and I think he's genuinely, like, trying to understand, like, why his mom is in the fault, but yeah. I think Ashley is also a little bit of, like, a lunatic and pops off really quickly, Yeah. Um. so I think he's, like, trying to understand, like, what is Shen's fault? What's Ashley's fault? What's his fault? You can tell he's, like, genuinely 
not trying to fuel the flames. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, isn't sure how to handle this situation. And it doesn't seem to be malicious. No, not at all. And I truthfully will say that I feel like every time I've ever seen him, like, pop off on her, not that it's, like, warranted to pop off on a 16-year-old pregnant girl or however old she is, but, like, or no, she's uh, She's 20. She's, like, a woman. Um, But, like, you know, it's been... Like, it's her calling his mom, like, a dumb bitch or, like, you know, some crazy thing that would, like, make you react like that. Like, he really tries so hard and, like, I don't know. I just feel like he's really trying to, like, make this situation the best he can. And, like, slowly you're seeing him kind of, like, man up more and, like, take, like, more of a leadership role. But, like, his mom is – I can't believe she exists. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could say. I can't believe she's a human. That the cells came together and created this specimen. I mean, Shenandoah is, like... First of all, her name is Shenandoah. (laughs) Like, let's just start with her birth name, which I can't even, like, wrap my head around. Incredible. It's amazing. Um, she's very, uh... She's one of those women that's, like... How do I want to phrase this? She's, like, very woke because she has black children, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, really into, like, the plight of black men and the criminal justice system. And then you realize, like, maybe it's just because, like, her oldest son is, like, facing, like, serious jail time for, like, a serious crime. And they have, like, DNA on him. But now she's, like, into the justice system situation. And it's, like, do you really care about this? Or, like, like, she's, like... Like, she made me laugh really hard when she, uh, you, like, you, like you said, like, she thinks that she's, like, she thinks that she has, like, a past. Like, she's definitely the kind of woman that, like, says the N-word a lot. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. she thinks that she has this past because she has black children. Like, it killed me when she, uh, at the, like, baby shower pulled out, like, edge control for, like, yeah, like baby hairs. Yeah, <laughs> And she really wanted to make it a point to pull it out, and he begged her not to, and she dug through her purse specifically to find it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, this why is... would she need Vaseline or edge control? <laughs> right. Like, this is what we're dealing with. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> she's like fucking riffraff at a party. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, but yeah, I, what are your thoughts on her, like, now, like uh, as of right now? So I think she's, like, a true gift to reality TV. Like, she is a true gift. I love somebody on reality TV who is so crazy and, like, knows she's crazy, but also, like, you know that she won't admit to being crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when she was talking to Barr on FaceTime, she was like, I mean, I'm not sure what you wanted me to do. Like, what, I mean, what did you, you know, like, they were disrespecting you. Like, what, I mean, what did you want me to do? And he's, like, not be like that. And she's, like, well, yeah, I'm petty, but so is she. So she, like, knows she's, you know, crazy. Yeah. Um, Her Instagram is wild. I asked her how many children she had because, like, she kept calling people children. And she told me that she has five children, but she's raised, like, 48 of them or something. Like, okay. Okay. She seems like the type that would be addicted to parenting, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think she totally, like, has emotional incest with her children. Yeah. Like, she sure. is, like, fully sexually attracted to Barr. Like, for, yeah. like, yeah. 
Like, sure. she was like, you're a hot piece of ass, or whatever sexy, he said What did she call him, a sexy little fucker or something? I was like, yeah, oh, like, okay. Something, like, wildly, wildly inappropriate. I know, um, she's like, get your sexy ass over here. Yeah, yeah, oh. something like that. I just, I think she's going to be the gift that keeps on giving in this show. I, I hope MTV does a good job of not having her in every single episode, but having her in just enough. Yeah, because you don't want to get tired of her. Yeah, she could get tiring. She's mm-hmm. really, I mean, it's incredible because she's a character of a reality TV character, but I think that's <laughs> genuinely who she is. Yeah, I agree. I do too. I really do think that she's like, you can, because you can tell that this is what he's used to yeah. dealing with. Like, this is his life. Oh, he, you know, he doesn't know any different. I think if she was acting like out for the cameras, he would be like, you don't normally act this way, mom. Like, yeah, why are you behaving this way? But he's not. He's like, you know how you are. <laughs> and that honestly made me really sad. Like, it it made me sad to see him, like, trying to, like, enjoy happy moments, but, like, also yeah. not be able to, like, let his guard down because his mother, who should be trying to make this as easy for him as possible because he's doing the right thing and he's, like, stepping up and, like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be an adult and she's making it so much harder. It's like, I don't know. I really, I feel like I'm going to be emotionally attached to him in an unhealthy way if it hasn't been established by by i'm pretty sure he's either in a gang or gang affiliated because i noticed he kept okay so he posted a picture with an emoji covering his hand and for some reason in my head i was like oh he's probably just covering a blunt you know like yeah like didn't want to put a picture of his blunt on instagram i understand that maybe he's trying to like you know whatever maybe mtv was like don't post pictures of you guys doing drugs like in my head i was like oh he's just covering a blunt um And then I realized he kept posting more pictures of, like, him and other people, and they'd have both their hands up, but he'd have emojis over their hands. Mm -hmm. And then in the captions, it would mention the word blood. And I was like, is he in a gang and he's covering up gang, like, hand signals? Like, you'll have to look at his Instagram, but I I think that might be the case. Look, I don't want it to be the case, and I don't think he acts like a banger on the show in any way, shape, or form. Like, that... Is that, that's why the first time I saw the thing with his hand up, I was like, oh, he's probably just covering a blunt. I wasn't like, oh, he's, like, throwing up gang signals or yeah. signs or whatever they're called. But um, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, though. So I'm a little weary about that situation. But... <laughs> what do you think of, uh, what do you think of Ashley? I think Ashley is somebody that's incredibly full of herself. I think, um, her mom, like, she said some stuff, like like said some stuff online like i was raised in private tennis lessons like i I'm, i wasn't on the street like i think her mom raised her with like extremely high expectations and instead of it turning into like conducting herself in a way that is respectable she's like just very like conceited and spoiled yeah um, for sure i, I really like her mom though i really like pastor t i hope we get more of pastor t i think pastor t has that perfect mix of, like, staying calm but will go off when needed. And mm-hmm. I like watching Barr kind of react to Pastor T, who is, like, a normal mom for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, like, when Pastor T, when he's, like, flipping out in, like, in the baby shower episode and even the one before, and she was like, Barr, Barr, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sorry, like, I'm not trying to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you can tell that he, like, respects her and doesn't want to be yelling at her because he respects her. But, like, he can't help it because his mom is Shen and not T. Yeah. And he, you know, he has an unhealthy connection to her, too. 
obviously yeah. this is unhealthy as hers is to him. Yeah, I think I think Ashley is. I can't tell. I'm I'm a little unsold on Ashley. I just can't tell if she's going to be um, somebody who like keeps her head down and like uses this opportunity to like save money and live a respectful life and like do you know like she's like yeah. in medical assistant school like is she gonna work hard i she's kind of a kale in a way so you think that she could take like a farrah abraham ish turn where like she's no, so full of herself that like take a late kale like a season like six and on kale Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could totally. Or she see that. could be like a kale seasons one through four. Yeah, that makes that she does fall into the kale category. Like she's a hard worker, and will like prove herself. Like her worth will be the fact that she graduates and that she gets a job yes. and like, you know what I mean? She'll but then she'll like throw it in your face and be yeah. really like pompous about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Also, Bar and Ashley had to unfollow both of them on Instagram because they literally Troy. They go live every single time I'm on the app. I would get a notification <laughs> that both of them were live. Why does like, that not surprise me? Hours a day. And that's why I'm like, kind. Of, that makes me a little more unsold on Ashley. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you on Instagram live? Like, first of all, why are you almost ever on Instagram live? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There are very few times anybody ever needs to be on Instagram live, in my opinion. Like, very few th- I'm almost, like, never into watching someone's Instagram live. Like, it just, I don't get it. Like, it doesn't, I can understand if you're, like, a YouTuber, you know, and you, like, need that, like, social media engagement, and, like, you want your 12-year-old fans to think you care about them, like, you get on Instagram live, and you do it. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me, but, like, an Ashley who has, like, 5,000 Instagram followers right now, like, what are you doing? Like, she literally one day... I, she, like, did her whole makeup routine, which, like, took her forever. Then she got in the car. Then she drove somewhere. Like, all on one Instagram live. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's the worst, too, when it's I'm doing, like, mundane things and, like, the yeah. phone's dropping. Get a, start vlogging. Like, yeah. Like, unless you have some sort of, like, GoPro or something. Like, I don't want to watch the phone plummet to the sink because you're trying <laughs> to fucking do your makeup. And it's just, like, unfeasible that you should even be on face or on Instagram live right now. It's so annoying. Yeah. I think it definitely... I don't know. I think Ashley is going to have a real... I think she's very quick to anger. Um, Yeah. And I think that's, like, the spoiled girl part of her. And I think she's going to have a real problem letting Shen just, like, drag her into, like, the tomfoolery. Yeah, and I think it's a big problem, too, that, like, now it's been established by, like, her family that she doesn't need to respect his mom. Yeah. And, like, now that that's a thing, like... It'll don't they'll never be able to like go back to like. That's true. She'll never respect her. <laughs> like it's never yeah. gonna be. She's called her a dumb bitch. Like when you're at the yeah. point that you're calling somebody's mom like a stupid bitch, like it's over. Yeah, I think Ashley's unfortunately learning the very hard way that like you can't, you shouldn't like marry into a family like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Um, and that like family really matters and who you get with. And I think she was too young and dumb to understand that because I think for what it's worth, like Ashley comes from a pretty normal fucking family. Like her mom seems to have it together. Like I follow her mom, you know, I follow all these idiots on Instagram now, obviously, because yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't I? And I think she has a pastor T is like another daughter, you know, they just love God they mm-hmm. love being together, but, like, not in the Lexi way. Like, they just are, like, a normal, happy family. And 
<clears throat> I'm really interested in how Ashley went from like Pastor T's house to stripping in Vegas. Oh my god, that's the story that I really want. That's I want yeah. her origin story. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, why I know. are we not getting her origin story? A hundred percent. Like, where were you a year ago, MTV, when she was stripping? Like, she was probably trying. Like, I literally could see this family as being like one of the like rejected cast members of that. Like, do you remember that show that was on Oxygen? That was like, it was like preachers that had like bad girl daughters. <laughs> yes. I know I never, exactly what you're talking about. I never watched it, but like this is the exact kind of like situation that like like I could just see her like trying to rebel and like you know probably going through a really really slutty period of just like hooking up with like everybody and like yeah. you know what I mean like that whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, I just I think I'm just not sure about like exactly where which direction Ashley's gonna go. I think that she needs to get her temper under control because she's just not going to come out. Like, those screaming fights her and Bar get into, it's like, that's... Even if you're right, Ashley, like, you still look wrong. You look crazy. Yeah, she looks really bad. Like, it's not... It's, like, not cute to be screaming at somebody's mom like that. Yeah, it's not. And I notice her and Bar, like, they go low. Yeah, they get really, really... Immediately, too. It's only, like, four (laughs) minutes in. They're, like, trying to cut to the white meat literally like they like start fighting and then within a second she's like go fuck your mother like you're a fat ugly bitch like you're like whoa holy shit oh my god i know like when they got in that car argument it went it was so sweet i didn't even know what they were fighting about like they got in the car and they started screaming i know she was like just make sure that you you know tell your mom not to be mean to me and then not even three minutes later she was like trying to shatter the glass out of his car and like she was like going fucking nuts like she slammed the door so hard yeah he's like fuck that bitch i was like wait what What, (laughs) did i miss a sentence or two in between the baby shower i felt that way i feel like ashley's scenes and i enjoy it but i feel very they're very um like a little more VH1 or like a bad girls club way in like how fast it escalates Mm -hmm. all of her situations. Like I was so confused at the baby shower. Like they went from like a little tension to like you fucking bitch. Like so quickly. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like how, how did we get here? Can I tell you something that happened on in, at the baby shower that I really related to? Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> so like there is this scene at the baby shower where um, after everything had like just started to escalate and like she was she was like telling her mom what happened. And like this is something that like as an only child, like I'm very guilty of, especially like when I was younger, where I'm like telling my mom something that I know will get her wild up in my defense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then she makes that 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 face that like black moms make, where you know that like the spark has been lit. She's out <laughs> for blood for you, and I can just sit back with my hands behind my head and watch her attack. And like, literally, it was like she was listening to the story, and she was like listening to her daughter. And then the minute she heard her daughter say, and then she and called then me she a called me a bitch. bitch. Her neck turned against her will, and she was just shepherded to. <laughs> out the like she was like slid across the fucking floor and was like ready to fucking go 
this I highlighted the same exact thing last week. Like she was told, she was like listening, and the l- minute she heard "bitch," she turned on her heel. <laughs> and then, if you notice, the rest of the baby shower stood up and followed her out. And you can hear women say, "Get her, get her!" Like they knew, they knew, and like that is well because like... I knew T wouldn't like get like that unless it was serious. Because T was like keeping her cool. You know what I mean? Like she was. She was like, it's okay, like, we're all going to be fine, like, no need for drama, and she's, like, <laughs> listening to Ashley, and you can tell she thinks Ashley's being a little dramatic, but, like, right. it's okay, and then the minute she hears, hears the word bitch, it's game over. She, like, her face just, like, glazes over, and she's, like, on her heel. And like, Ashley knew exactly what yeah. she was doing. She was just waiting to end it with, like, and then she called me a bitch, and it was, like, attack. <laughs> Like, release the hounds. Like, that's what it was. I think Ashley expects everyone in her life to cater to her. And that's not, like, a quality that I love. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's going to be... Now that you've, like, compared her to Kaylin, like, I am a little bit turned on her. (laughs) (laughs) I, like... You start off, you're like, well, I love Ashley. I'm thinking about moving to California to be her best friend. And now you're like, I fucking hate her. No, I'm not too sure because, like, yeah, she's. Um, I guess I didn't really put together until right now, like, how much of a princess she is, and I don't like that. Yeah, I think she. So I think she could either get knocked down, or she's gonna like get even more of an inflated ego, and it'll be interesting oh. to see. And here's the thing: I think this is why it's so bad that she went on Young and Pregnant because I think it's unlikely that she'll be knocked down if her reality TV show gets a second season. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, where in real life, if she had just been a medical, like going to medical assistant school and like dealing with Bar and Shen, like she would maybe have gotten knocked down. Mm-hmm. But now she's going to have like the entire internet, like gassing her up because Shen's a fucking lunatic and comes off like a lunatic. Now she's going to be like, fuck yeah, I was right. God. And we really have to cherish these moments before they become famous where like, they're just, nobody's plucked out of, out of obscurity and being filmed and they don't know how to be celebrities yet. Like, yeah. And they don't know who's going to be on whose side. mm -hmm. Like these are the most interesting moments, like before they actually gain Instagram followers and shit, you know? Absolutely. I mean, after the first episode, I went to follow them and they had like 2000 followers each. I was like, (sighs) Oh God, are we not, you guys not supporting the show? Hello. No, but this was like, you know, like at first when I was like, Oh, this is so good. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's still... they're, they're like normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're not celebrities yet. Yes, that's so true. Oh, my God. We have to cherish this moment because it's going to change. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely going to change. So I do want to comment on the fact that they went to, like, some amazing looking restaurant and she got a strawberry funnel cake and an Oreo milkshake. And I was like, oh, that looks so good. And then they had a really adorable conversation where she was like, you realize that this is like a place that has all my things. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And she's like, this is amazing. She goes, French fries, funnel cake. And then she just sat there. And he was like, oh, my God, they do have all your favorite things. <laughs> this episode, I really got Barr and Ashley. This yeah, episode. me too. I, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't totally get them the last two episodes because, I mean, they, they've just been fighting. But I think they weren't like being i think they were being true when they were like since the baby shower drama is like done with we can just like fucking chill and i was like oh they're like they get along they like do. they're best friends like he's rubbing her feet like they're they laugh like they laugh the two of them laugh yeah. really hard together which is honestly if you guys i want you all to notice how little 
the people on Team Mom laugh. First of all, <laughs> oh my god! And laugh so with their significant other. That's so sad. Have you like now that I've said it? Are aren't you like what? You're right. They, I mean, they don't laugh. Truthfully, and I'm not trying to like. I can be a little like blow smoke up Macy's ass because I'm like obsessed with her. It's like whatever, but like she's the only person I can think of immediately that like laughs with her spouse. Yeah, and even them, they're not like. But that's also like how Macy is. Like mm-hmm. she just like doesn't laugh hard. Like, yeah, you, that's like her personality, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Her and her and Taylor laugh together. Chelsea and Cole like giggle together. Mm-hmm. Um, Kale will like laugh with her friends and like the producers, but like Barr and Ashley were like fucking cracking each other up, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like that's yeah. rare. They were cute together. They made me, they were really, really cute together. They made me laugh a lot when they were like, like that scene made me laugh so hard. He was like, oh my God, French fries, funnel cake. Like this is your favorite place. (laughs) I also like that he didn't even like, I thought when she goes, and I'll have an Oreo milkshake and they kind of panned to him. I was expecting Mm -hmm. him to be like, oh, you're going to get a milkshake too. And he was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, like, oh my God, he didn't judge her for getting a milkshake and a funnel cake. Yeah. So I, I really, this, I think this was a good episode for the two of them because it definitely like clued us in a little more to their relationship in a way that like I had been missing for the last two episodes mm-hmm. that they've just been screaming at each other, which, you know, I love like to watch people scream at each other, but there, I can see like the heart and soul behind them a little more. I think I'm realizing too, before we move on from them, that I actually think I just like her because of him. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I like, mean, I just, I just like... I like her yeah. because of him. Like, that's it. Like, if, I like the scenes when they're together and when they... That, they... No, absolutely. Because when they're doing well together, you can tell he's, like, a calming force for her. Yeah, that's it. I like her because I like him. And then and when I, yeah, don't get along, I, I hate her. I think in the previous episodes when he was like, you're just too quick to anger, and we were, like, watching Shen just be, like, a fucking lunatic, it was like, Bar, shut up. Like, she's mad at your mom. But yeah. I think in this episode, it made me see a little more probably, like, what he meant. That they that she's, like, pretty mellow and normal. And mm-hmm. so, like, that snap to screaming is probably, like, pretty hard to take. Yeah. And she, like, tries to hurt his feelings and he can't handle it. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. He needs swaddled. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where should we go next? Um, let's go to. I always. I still am like trying to figure out who is on this show and who's not. I know. I have let's their things go, written down. I know. It's hard. And I'm like still trying to figure out like. Like I keep saying this every week. Like there are just so many characters to learn with yeah. five girls. We need to learn their mom, their baby daddy, their baby daddy's mom, like mm-hmm. their friends. There's it's a lot. A lot. All right. Let's go to Kayla next. Okay. So Kayla is. I would say the weak link of the show. Although I'll be honest, three episodes in, I think I'm liking her storylines a little more than Jade's, but I think that just might be editing. Um, But Kayla is, first of all, she looks just like Danielle cash me outside. Hi bitch. Oh my God. She does. Oh my God. Whoa. I didn't think about that. I hope you guys all know I stand high, bitch. <laughs> you stand bad, Bobby. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> high, bitch is unironically a fucking good song. It is. I know. I like hate that I 
think that she actually is like a good rapper it's like disgusting her songs are good like i put them on and like you know what they remind me of in high in college i used to listen to crime mob a lot when getting ready remember stiletto of course are you kidding i would listen to that as i was like drinking in my room before going to the pregame you know like drinking by myself in my dorm room before the pregame like getting ready yeah i would like get pumped up listening to like crime mob Yes, and that was also like, a, that was a stiletto era, like cheap yeah. neon patent leathered oh. stilettos was like a chic. In my Stephen Matt, in my Steve Madden stilettos, yes, girl. pointed to hell. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! With my shitty fake ID to go to the dive bar, but I like got dressed up. You better believe, like getting ready. And I would like listen to like stiletto pumps like over and over again. <laughs> like a sequence, like wet seal top on that's like gonna fray before the night's over. My boot cut jeans, <laughs> an unnecessary belt like under my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> You guys loved a belt. A like, belt. You, the ladies loved a belt back then, whether it was stretchy, no, thin, anything thick. tied under your boobs, because you would also wear those like sweaterlets that, yes. like, like just like stopped under your boob and tied. Ooh, yes, it. it's like the only information that you retain from like uh, what not to wear was that like accentuating your waist makes you look thin. So then every girl just started tying shit under their boobs. I see, I, like, look at pictures of myself in, like, my freshman, sophomore year of college, and my outfit is really cute, and then there's, like, a fucking large belt that I just, like, snapped onto it, and I'm like, <laughs> like, why did I add that? Like, that ruins that look, like, and the rest of it is cute, because I've always kind of dressed, like, I'm a pretty preppy dresser, and, like, I'm pretty into just, like, classics, and I've mm-hmm. never been, like, a super trendy dresser, you know? Mm-hmm. I've, like, of course I follow the trends, like, when denim skirts are in, I wear more denim skirts than denim shorts. And when denim skirts are out, I wear more shorts than skirts. You know what I like? Yeah, I, I do mean. follow trends um, because, like, I'm a sheep, you know? But I'm not, yes. like, a super trendy. I've never been, like, a high fashion type of girl. So, like, my clothes, like, are kind of the same. Except you can see, like, whatever trend, like, I've added on. Like a statement yes. necklace or, like, an oh unnecessary belt that's so fucking wide. And it goes from, like, my <sighs> boobs to, like, my hips like don't even say the word statement necklace to me and take me back to 2007 when like all of you girls would just take a giant key a bright yellow like i would love like a bright i'd wear like a teal shirt and like a bright yellow statement necklace and i was like i look so fucking good right now like i'm going out i'm going to the bar or like a metal owl or something that hung on like a four foot metal string i'd be like oh okay you know what i mean (laughs) i definitely have an owl that I got got it like this vintage shop in my hometown that I was like this is great and I like hated the chain on it because the chain was like so thick and ugly but I was like this is great I I love owls like oh do you (laughs) okay (laughs) so anyway Kale is it's been a week since she found out uh Stefan is fucking every girl he's ever met oh my god Stefan is so fucking like if you think Kyler Kyler is ugly, Stefan is like literally a Picasso. His okay. face is so asymmetrical. I was wondering if it was just me struggling <laughs> with the proportions or if he actually is like an oblong. And like he literally looks insane. Like he looks from the strong. side from the side, you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, he's not ugly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, from, like, a profile, you're like, 
okay, like, he's kind of cute. And then you get him full on, you realize his eyes are, like, three inches, like... Like, one inch, one eye's three inches higher than the other one. <laughs> like, easily. He's got Shannon Doherty face. And also, by the way, I, like, there was a moment, and I'm really not even saying this to be funny. I truthfully had a moment where I rewound it because he, so he was, like, sitting down, and he had his neck turned, and he had his head turned around, and he was talking to her. But his mm-hmm. body is so wild that it literally looked like his neck. And, he like looked, an exorcist? Yeah, like, he looked, I was like, how is a human person able to contort their body in the way he's doing it? And he was, like, not even trying. I was like, what is happening? Like, am I seeing things? He is just, he's not right looking. Like, no. his face is not right. And his neck is very long. It's, it's so like, long. Like, he could twist his neck three or four times. His jaw is, like, unaligned. Yeah, and then his hair doesn't add, his hair doesn't help. It's <laughs> no. shaved on this. He is like a fade, and it's shaved on the sides, but then the top is literally just wild. It's too long. It's, it's too, too long. long on the top. It's really, he's he's just not cute. Kayla, uh-huh. I will say, although she's making very immature decisions, like kind of over and over again, she does have like a hint of maturity to her. Yeah. And I would say she speaks pretty maturely, and she is like a... A lot more self-awareness, like, because her and Lexi are in pretty similar positions, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. Kyler may not be cheating on her, but doing this weird thing where, are we together? Are we not together? Um, and Lexi, like, has no ability to talk about it. She just keeps going, I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't know yeah. what he wants. Yeah. Where Lexi's like, look, I know he's treating me like shit. Like, yeah. I know I shouldn't be talking to him, but I don't know why I'm still talking to him. Like, Lexi has a level of self-awareness that, excuse me, Kyla. Okay, I said this last week, but Lexi and Kyla are the same name. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't, yes, yes, I get it. Like, they roll off the tongue the same way. I totally understand. They're like the same (laughs) mid-90s kid name. (laughs) No, you're right. Kayla, whatever her name is. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, if it's Kayla or Kyla, because I think, I think I have it's it Kayla. both ways. Okay. Does is aren't they the same name though? No, like literally they are. It's like a babysitter's club name or something. Yeah, like or not even they're like like a Disney girl's name. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. Yes. They're like interchangeable. It's very yeah. true. So Kayla, like, I will say she does have a lot, like, a level of self-awareness. She just has no self-esteem. Where Lexi has no self-esteem but also no self-awareness. And that's why she comes off, like, such a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I think Kayla uh, comes off more like just an 18-year-old girl. I would agree with that. Like, I definitely, I struggled really bad with her. I was like, this is the girl that I'm not going to be able to relate to. I don't like her. Like, I didn't get it. Well, and it's kind of boring, her scenes. She's, yeah, she is boring. She doesn't, like, express a lot. Like, she's very, like, internalized. That one does not emote. So it's, like, you know, it was, like, hard. And then this most recent episode, I, like, kind of came around. Like, especially in her diaries. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, she she knows what's going on. Like, she's self-aware. Like, I yeah, I think that's why I came around a little bit, too, in her diaries. I yeah. don't know why, like, but for some, this was the first episode that I wasn't like, ugh, vote Kayla off the island. Like, I'm done with that. Um, I do notice she does a lot of activities. Yeah. This bitch is always go-karting, bowling, at an arcade. Yes, like, that's true. Just go to the movies or, like, out to eat. Like, she's constantly, like, 
mini golfing. Like she's a woman about town. Can I tell you a thing about her that really bothered me at first too, especially in her first scene on the whole show? Yes. So she does this thing that a lot of people do. Um, it's really not, uh, you know, it's not like a, I don't, I don't find it like offensive, but like it's more so irritating. Her code switching. Her code switching, where she talks black around her boyfriend, is Although, like really tough. I don't know if we can even call it code switching, because I don't think code switching applies to white people who are just talking differently around black people. Like, like she's I don't think making that's a conscious decision. Yeah, or even if it's not conscious, like, it's appropriative. Yeah, and it's a completely unnecessary. Like, the jig is up, he knows that you're white. So you don't have to, like, talk in what you think black people talk like. Like, in her first yeah. scene, her yeah. first scene compared to, like, in the third episode, in her very first scene, I'll never forget it for the rest of my life, when they're walking and she goes, so what is weeding? I was like, who is this girl? Is is this fucking catch me on side? Like, is we dating or not? I was like, oh yeah. my god, I can't. This is going to be a thing that bothers me the whole time. But she slowly kind of drifts out of it. Like, in her diaries, when she's alone, she is talking completely normal. Yeah, I think for it to be code-switching, you have to be part of, like, an ethnic minority. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea is, like, you use your, like, natural ethnic <laughs> minority, like, voice when you're with them. And then when you're, like, with the majority of white people and trying to present yourself in a way that will like read as professional mm-hmm. using in quotation marks like that's when you code switch yeah. so i don't think it counts for kill oh, oh my god <laughs> you know what i mean she's just like talking like she thinks black people talk mm-hmm. it's really it's at times it's uh it like makes me uncomfortable more so just because i'm like embarrassed for her yeah, like it's it, not it, like it's offensive or anything but she i don't think she's doing it as much now i wonder if she was like very like weird about the camera i don't know i don't yeah. know because i noticed even this week when she was like talking to her black girlfriends she wasn't doing it no not at all she was very vulnerable and like real around her girlfriend but it's mostly around him when he yeah. goes around and she's like so was we dating me and or not nah? and i'm like okay here we go <laughs> bad bobby's back yeah it wasn't it wasn't great um so I do say I hate when they I on record I hate on reality TV shows when they do activities that you don't do in real life. Ugh. But I think like Kayla legitimately does these things, and I will say I actually let out a hearty laugh watching a pregnant teen go bowling. I don't know why, <laughs> but that like really made me laugh. <laughs> Her activities are funny to me too. I I let out a hearty laugh when she walked up to the counter and said, "Um, four for go karting." And the he guy goes, was like, you can't do that. You can't do that, hon. Like, you can't drive recklessly <laughs> in a car that's meant to crash. You're pregnant. I love he did. I love that because he wasn't like, are you pregnant? He goes, you can't do that. Expecting <laughs> mothers can't get on them. He was very factual about it. And he, he stared at her with a completely blank face. Like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really, I really did, like, laugh at her bowling. I don't know why, but it's just so ludicrous. She's, like, eight months pregnant and they're like, oh, we gotta film something. Like, do you want to go bowling? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I oh god, I hate that too. Though, like, you want to go talk to a psychic? It's like, would we be really be doing this on a Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That is like my least favorite thing about reality. Like, I'll, I'll never forget on Vanderpump Rules once they went go karting, and I'm like, these people are in their thirties. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, in this episode, when they went to the arcade, when they were doing Dance Dance Revolution, and they were like, but just like slowly, like stepping. <laughs> It's, like, turned all the way down to, like, the lowest <laughs> setting where you're literally just tapping your toes. Yeah. That's the 
they were like, one, two, three, four. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've never stepped, even in like 2001, I never stepped on like a, a DDR uh, machine, as they call it, not one time. I just knew that it wouldn't be a good outcome for me. People would stand <laughs> around those and watch. I know. You know what I mean? Remember like, the I... King of the Hill episode? Of with course. like <laughs> The Japanese girl? Of course. His like first low is like, wasn't he like in love with her? Yeah, because they, they go to Japan, right? Yeah. After... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not trying to put on a fucking breakdancing show for like a mall. Like, that's like a yeah. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, iconic. Um, so Kayla goes out, like, after bowling, she, like, sits with her girlfriends. And I love her. This is when I think Kayla has kind of, like, an an eye-opening moment that every girl that's in a shitty relationship, when they reach the point where they realize they're embarrassed to, like, talk to their friends about what's going on. Oh, yeah. Because she's, like, with my ex-boyfriend, I was just telling my roommate this the other day, like, for the last, like, three years we were together, like, literally years of time, like, I just never talked about him with anybody. Yeah. Because people would be like, what? Like, oh, that sucks. You're still with him? Like, that's, cr-. like, he was, like, living with me, and I just, like, 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 never talked about him, and I think poor Kayla, like, might have just hit that moment, because she's, like, trying to explain to her friends what are go- what's going on, and they're like, girl, what? Yeah. He said, you're doing what? You're talking to him again? What? And it's like, it's like rapid fire bad decisions too. Like, it's only been on three episodes and they've already broken up like nine different times. Like, she's taken, (laughs) it's like, I'm already exhausted by it, kind of. I still can't believe we didn't get the scene of her barging into the party. I'm so mad. I know. We deserved it. I need, I just need her to have, you always need that one good friend around you to be like, I'm more so the friend, like, I'm less of the person that would say, I think you need to break up with him. I'm more of the person that's like, you need to be accepting of this relationship where you need to, like, he will cheat on you. He's done it nine times, so he'll continue to do it. And if you're cool with that, stop stressing. Like, don't put on a show for me. If you don't mind, like, that's what I would have said to Luann. Like, if you truly don't mind that Tom is out fucking women at hotels, then don't pretend to care. You clearly kind of don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. More of the torture, I think, comes from having to put on a show for, like, Britney and Vanderpump Rules. She doesn't, like, I don't think really care. I think being embarrassed, like, makes her feel bad and, like, but it's more of, like, a production. Like, yeah. you know, the whole fighting and all that stuff and calling him a, a piece of shit and all that stuff. It's, like, she's doing that so that people think she's, like, tough, but, like... She yeah, knows because it. she knows that she's supposed to be embarrassed by the way that he acts. Yeah. She's supposed to be upset, but she's, like, actually not really upset. Yeah, you don't really mind. So stop torturing yourself. Just yeah. allow it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So all her friends are, like, you need to stop this. But poor Kayla is just, like, distressed at the idea of her baby having two birthday parties. <laughs> like, I, my God. Because she had to grow up going to two different parties and it was hard as fuck because she wants to have a family. It's like, okay, well. She's, like, distressed over that. Like, she she has focus on this two-birthday party thing and, like, can't get, can't get past it. For her not-even-born child that won't remember the first five years that he exists. Like, it's just ridiculous. Is she the one that's having a child with a defect? No, that's that... Brianna. That's... Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to move on. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so she is just like, her and Stefan go to the arcade and she's like, I just want us to be civil. She keeps saying this word civil and it's like, hun, you want to be together. Like, yeah. That's not what civil means. Like you, if you and Steven are talk, Stefan are talking like, or civil, like you don't even really need to be talking at this point. Right. Because there's no baby to talk about yet. Exactly. And like. The I don't know, really sad thing with all these girls is that they think that they need to try and, like, you know, they haven't been emotionally beaten down enough to realize that this, like, isn't, they don't need to be dating these guys. Like, mm-hmm. they can, like, just co-parent and, like, figure it out, but they all think that they need to try and figure out a way to make this work. And, like, when it's just so clearly not meant to work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um she's like, well, we need to have friendship boundaries, which, and this is where I was like, okay, so she is a little, like, you see these glimpses of maturity coming from her. Yeah. And she's like, if we're friends, we can't snuggle. AKA another, like, if we're friends, we're not having sex. Yeah. Yep. And Stefan goes, no, I won't agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> which like, okay. And then we have this, like, to me, what was so sad is when you just saw her, like, fall completely back into it. And you we watched yeah. him get back together. When he's like, I just can't walk away from you, like, period. And not just because you're the mother of my child, but because I love you. And she's fighting a smile on her face. I know. She's trying so hard not to smile. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I've so been there. Where you're just yeah. like, you want to be, like, you're pretending like you want to be done, but you don't actually want to be done. And then he says to you, like, well, I love you. And you're, like, you still want to pretend like you're mad, but actually you're, like, perfect. Yeah, I like, I, I got now. my way. <laughs> now we can get back together. Like, we don't have to pretend like we're not together anymore. Yeah, and you can tell that he's one of those guys, too, that, like, he, like, he really um, knows the power of those moments, you know? Oh, like, I don't think he gives them to her a lot. Mm-mm. He knows when he has to pull that card and that it will always work, you know? And it's been a week. Yeah. she cheated on her and she's like well you know at first like i ignored all his text messages and snapchat i'm like so for one day <laughs> yeah at first oh god oh jesus christ these girls like and now they're like setting themselves up to like continue this like pattern for the rest of their lives just like chasing yeah. men that don't that don't want them i mean how many times has he cheated on her like it's so it's so upsetting. It's so, so, so upsetting. And he doesn't, like, it. it's just, he does not want to be with her. Like, and that's, like, the God honest truth is that, like, yeah. he does not want to be with her at all. And she knows it, but she just won't accept it. So when he says these things, like, well, I love you. She's like, okay, now I can pretend like he wants to be with me again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can go back to living in our, like, delusional paradise that I, like, enjoy so much. Yeah, and even when she was, like, talking about their boundaries, and she's like, and I know you'll be over all the time to see Isaiah, and it's like, why does he have to come to your house? Doesn't he have a home? Yeah. Like, like do, drop him off. Like, drop the baby off with him. Like, he doesn't have to come to your house. God, it's gonna take at least four years of uh, domestic situations between them to figure it out that she, like, doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, it it, it it takes them so long to realize, like, what's just so blatant, like, right in front of their faces. Yes. All of them. All of them. So long. So, yeah, Kayla, 
I will go on record and say this week I, like, was way more into her scenes. And I think it was, like you said, just, like, the glimpse of self-awareness there. Yeah. Um, that was not there in earlier se- in earlier episodes. And she was, she was vulnerable. She was getting vulnerable. And, like, the one thing that I did also really want to point out with this show that I found really, um... That I found really fascinating is, like, obviously it's still very early. None of them actually have the babies yet. But, like... All of the men in this show really want to, like, be a part of the, their kids' lives. Yeah. Well, for the most part. True. That is true, at least so far. Yeah. Like, only three episodes in. Like, they're all still with their baby dads. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, there's no, except we'll get to Sean and Jade soon, but there's yeah. no, like... He's never around, friends, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, there's no, like, chasing a guy up the street or, like, I need, you know, like, I, I need you to text me, I need money kind of stuff. Like, yeah. there's none of that. Like, all of them are very adamant on, like... There's no Adam. Exactly. Andrew. Exactly. Like, they all yeah. are around. They've been in every episode. <clears throat> so Absolutely. That's, so that's absolutely good. true. Hey, guys, to hear the rest of this week's episode, come on over to patreon.com slash eb psychos thank you all so much have a great week bye this has been an episode of feathers in my hair an emotionally broken psychos patreon exclusive executive producers molly mcleer and liz bentley produced by nicole matthews special thanks to sarah Giovanna for our logo head on over to our patreon page for more rewards www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos and come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.